Guten Morgen, everybody, or whatever time of day it is. Welcome to episode 24 of the Heart of Markness podcast. I'm Mark, and let's go. You know, I realize I've done this. I made a promise to myself and to you, my listeners, to uh, crank these out once a week, diligently, professionally, <laughs> so that um, I don't lose steam like I did before and just disappear for months and months because I'm like, eh, fuck the podcast. Um, and I'm glad I, I'm doing it. It makes me very happy and I hope it makes you happy. And, uh, okay, show and tell's over. And I imagine you're wondering, Mark, what are we going to be listening to this week besides your crazy, crazy street preacher rantings? Um, well, aside from my crazy, crazy street preacher rantings or ravings, uh, we're going to be listening to some early, early, early Led Zeppelin. Last week we did Jimmy Page and Aerosmith, and I promised we'd be diving back in with, uh, the meat of the meat and potatoes on the menu so oh i'm also scratching and moving around and my microphone is super sensitive so i'm sorry and there's also a fan on so that's what's going on too why don't i turn the fan off well you see it's over there and i'm here so my hands are tied so apologies for the uh oh let's pretend i'm on an airplane Let's pretend I'm someone very important. That's right. Take a letter, toots, to Mr. C.M. Rockefeller from uh, Heart of Markness regarding uh, acquisition of oil fields. Um, <laughs> I'm starting this one late at night on Wednesday instead of doing it on Thursday night. Usually I do. I pick the music uh, on Wednesday and what I want to, what tracks I want to do, etc. And I try and find the best source of those that I can. And that I did that tonight, and uh, it's like uh, it's, it's after nine o'clock now, and um, I am fairly relaxed and socially lubricated with the legal recreational purchases I've made in the fine state of Oregon. So um, I'm a little wobbly, but I feel like I'm having fun, <laughs> and hopefully this is entertaining to some of you. Um, but all right. Cutting to the chase, we are going to be talking on this episode 24 of the Heart of Markness podcast about the concert on January 5th, 1969, at the fabulous Fillmore. Which Fillmore? The one in New York or the one in uh, San Francisco? I don't know. Again, my notes are over there. At the Fillmore. Make of it what you will. It was not in Bali or Detroit, I can tell you that. So, January 5th, 1969, I'll paint you a picture. It's cold because it's January. Um, you know, it must be in California because on New Year's Eve, 68, they were in Washington playing Gonzaga. So just a few days later, I mean, they were not on jets yet. They were like literally in like a van, like a van in a rented station wagon. And they drove themselves. They They were opening act. They were, they were. They were plus others on the billing at this point. So, you know, they were not living the jet set lifestyle. They were young and hungry and uh, literally. 
So, yeah, it would be six days after Gonzaga or five days after Gonzaga. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was California. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, they were um, an opening band. I don't know who they were opening for at this show. Iron Butterfly, Vanilla Fudge, somebody like that. And um, the only uh, cachet they had was Jimmy being from the Yardbirds. Other than that, they were complete unknowns. So, I mean, that's not nothing, but it's not like nobody came to this show to see them. Nobody. They came to see whoever, because, you know, they were last on the billing of those big psychedelic 60s things where it's like the headliner is, you know, The Doors, you know, opening for them. Steve Miller Band, and then Savoy Brown, and then, you know, Blind Willie Mickledickle, and then... Led Zeppelin, spelled like Leaf Zephelin, because nobody knew who they were. Um, or just and supporting act. So nobody is coming to see these guys. They are the very first on the stage. When they walk on stage, you, you know, Robert's doing the, okay, uh, one, two, one, two, check, check stuff, because they didn't have sound guys. They didn't have a road crew. They had like Richard Cole, Peter Grant, um, maybe another dude or two no probably not and just them loading their shit in and uh, you know out of the tr- out of the vans they were they were young and hungry so um it's going to sound like a young and hungry band it's a soundboard recording so it's it, that's really good it is a bit overloaded and i think that's from the source tape every source i can find is still a little distorted and overloaded probably because whoever was recording the board tape and I believe Bill Graham recorded every show, um, which is great if we could get a hold of those. And some of them are available on Wolfgang's vault, um, but the Zeppelin shows are not. Um, anyways, digression after digression. Sorry, bear with me. If this is terrible, I'll just re-record it tomorrow. Um, the, the the quality is good, but uh, overloaded in, t- in places. Uh, the band... The same thing. Very, very good. Overloaded in places. Um, they occasionally kind of go off the rails. You can't really tell. It's not It's not shameful. But they're not locked in. If you remember listening to the last Fillmore episode I did, episode 12 or 16, I can't remember which, um, um, that was in April, April 27th. So three months later, three and a half months later, they played the same venue, and this time they were, I believe, they were the headliner. And it was a tighter show, but they still were still loose and raw. This is loose and raw, like bucking Broncos out of the gate. Um, Bonzo is crazy. Sometimes he goes off the rails. He's not locked in tight yet. Most of the time, he's amazing. Uh, Jimmy is still, he's sounding a lot like Jimmy from the Yardbirds being more bluesy than Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin. There's nothing wrong with that. It's really, really cool. Jonesy is, of course, Jonesy. And Robert is unbelievable. His voice is unbelievable. Um, It's not controlled. There are times when it goes wild. But what a powerhouse. What a powerhouse of a voice. So we're going to listen to three songs from this amazing show when they're the opening act and nobody came to see them. And it's like they're introduced, and it's literally like... From, like, one polite person. 
and um, it's neat to hear. Um, we're going to listen to their opening track for this show, which is As Long As I Have You, which I'm, I apologize. It's uh, on the la- on the, the uh, prior Fillmore show we we were just talking about, the one from April. I also played this song, so it's it's obviously another performance of this song, but it's different enough that I want you to hear it. And it's interesting as the very first... I mean, this is before Zeppelin 1 was even out. They didn't have an album. They didn't have a single. They were just a band coming out and just blowing the doors off the audience as much as they could. And they did. Um, so I want you to hear this. The, it, it's long. It's like 12 minutes long because it's very psychedelic. But it is tight in ways. It is unbelievably powerful. Bonham is at his most bombastic. It, 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 I just think of um, a bull a young bull just full of power and strength and virility it's just raw fucking um but not smooth like marvin gay but just brrr, you know, more pan <laughs> than uh eros so take a listen i hope you like it a lot i like it a lot and i hope you'll be impressed as long as I have you, fiery young opening act, Led Zeppelin. Um, there's a little bit of talk and stuff because it's literally from the time they walk on the stage to when they start. So there's there's like a minute buildup of just fucking around and Robert talking. But I want you to get a feel for it because it's really interesting and really cool. Here we go. Enjoy.
What is wrong with that view? Well, it was awesome, huh? It was it was awesome in a um, not particularly Led Zeppelin way in ways. I mean, it, it was very um, still bubbling out of the caldera, as it were. Um, I like it. It, it. it was very, very powerful. I love Bonham's just confidence and... Oh, I can't think of the word. But very, very kinetic. Very, very restless and... Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And, um, you know, Jimmy's playing in ways that he he, he moved away from. I mean, it's the Telecaster, obviously, and uh, when he moved to the Les Paul, I mean, that's when it was, that was that's when it was in. Uh, but I don't know. I I notice some differences in the phrasing he chooses and the method in which he plays and the mood he conveys and even some of the licks uh, that you know makes it refreshing to hear. I I didn't really listen to the early early stuff. Because for a long, long time, I didn't care about the blues jams that much. And I didn't care about how many more times and Dazed Confused. Which is kind of heresy. But um, even now, I mean, I, I thought about playing Dazed and Confused from this. But it's like, uh, maybe I, I, I will play. I mean, I think when I play Dazed and Confused, it's going to be one of the epic 8 million year long ones from the 73 spring... Uh, spring 73 european tour which was i mean kind of uh, acknowledged as as the musical peak of zeppelin um at that point robert's voice had gone so he was not really you know at his peak any longer but musically um listening to the dazed confused from the european 73 tour it's it's unbelievably intense unbelievably fast and furious and tight and complex and just powerhouse so when i do play a dazed confused for you guys it'll probably be one of those anyway let's get back to january 5th 1969 shall we um did you notice that it, it's different with the audience i mean juxtaposed with some like the shows from um 70 where Robert has the audience, it's almost like a, it's like a religious experience, communion, you know, thousands and thousands of people to just, you know, dozens of people there and, uh, you know, politely listening. They were entertained for sure. And as it went on, they were, they were won over more and more. But it's just neat to just have them be like just the guys at the very, very front of the stage because there's like three other bands shit behind them or you know, just doing their own sound. Check, 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 check. Because who's going to... They don't have a sound guy. It's fascinating. And um, I know some of you guys enjoy this too, which is why I do it. But um, I like hearing the evolution of the band through time and um, how they changed and morphed and, uh, you know, kind of modified their stats in ways so that in the later years they were uh, bombastic and shambolic in ways, but just an unbelievable, like, 
monstrous pyroclastic flow uh, of force. And here, they're um, explosive. They're brand new. They're coming out with the express purpose of, hey, we're Led Zeppelin. We're amazing. Listen to us. Like us. Follow us. Buy our album when it comes out. Tell your friends. And they toured relentlessly. And over that time, they got tighter and tighter and gelled more and more. And But this is just fresh out of the gate. You know, landed a week ago and have just been gigging all around. I think it was Denver to uh, Gonzaga University, Tacoma, Portland, and then I think down to California. So they're brand, brand spanking new. And you can hear it. And it's just, I mean, they're boys. They're, they're, they're 21 years old. That's crazy. And, you know, they're going from like, hello, we would like you to like us, please to, you know, I am a golden god. And uh, they earned it. So, la 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 la. How about another song, Mark? How about another song indeed? You know, I'm going to play Train Kept a Rollin' because I kind of shit on it last episode. I like it. This is a good version. And it's also the Hey, We're the Yardbirds version, kind of. So, um, dig it. And instead of opening the show with it, it was their third number. Or at least it's the third in all the recordings I have. So, train kept a rolling. Led Zeppelin, Heart of Markness, enjoy!
Nice, right? I like it. It was a different way than they played later on. So I enjoyed it. It had some fun. Some fun, some fun. And, um, of course, fun. So this is going to be a long podcast because I'm stoned and I'm rambling. So I'm going to truncate this section and move right along into our final song, which is the whole reason I wanted to do this show is uh, they closed the show. I think they closed the show or they're set. Um, Because don't forget they were opening with um, a Yardbird song, For Your Love, you know, For Your Love. But they do it their way and it's um, it's fucking amazing. It, It goes off the rails a little bit with Bonzo because he's not quite locked in with everybody yet. They're not all gelled together like that. He And sometimes somebody goes right and the other people go left. Again, maybe you guys don't even hear it, but um, it's fine. It's not It's not a criticism. It, it's kind of, it's adorable. It, it's, it's, they're like puppies running on the floor and just, you know, when they're running on the, on the kitchen floor, they're like, bam, it's fun. It's adorable. Um, yes, I just said Led Zeppelin were puppies when they're like this massive mastodonic force. Anyway, I'm starting to ramble. So I'm also going to sneeze. So here we go. Last one of the night. I'll be back though, unless I forget like I do. And then I'm just gone like Papa. So (laughs) for your love, Led Zeppelin, fucking amazing. January 5th opening act. Heart of Markness.
Girls' School for your love. Remember, Pink. There's nothing more I can say except for um, we're going to have to retire back to bedrooms and things again now. So, good night. God bless. See you again. Don't forget the album. Good night from Led Zeppelin. And we're back. Wasn't that badass? I love that. I, I had a friend of mine. Um, I, I had posted the YouTube rip of this on my Facebook, you know, months if not years ago. And uh, a good friend of mine, actually the guy who features in a lot of my stories um, of concerts I went to, uh, messaged me or replied to the video and was like, hey, I think that's really slowed down because For Your Love is usually played in the key of er, and it's usually played da-da-da, and it sounds super slow. And I'm like, it does sound super slow, but every copy of this show plays at this pitch, and Zeppelin wanted it this way. They wanted it to be uh, plodding and powerful, um, and it is. It's a whole different take on it, and it's so fucking cool, and um, I love it. I think it's completely badass. I wish they played it longer. I wish they played it... I wish there were more recordings of it, not just from the beginning, although I understand. I mean, they were dropping away um, the things that were not Led Zeppelin as they gelled and became Led Zeppelin. And I mean, on this constant 1969 tour, um, not this part, but the, the latter part, they started recording um, Led Zeppelin too while on the road. They would do powerhouse gigs and then go into a studio and just create an amazing fucking album. So, there you have it. January 5th, 1969. Um, if you noticed, I've started putting links up to the shows, as I said I've been doing for the last two years. I started doing it again. Um, the, like the last episode, there's a legit webpage, uh, you know, a, a, a blog entry for that show, where I link to the video of the show and the video of the rehearsal of the show, uh, a picture from the show, a little more text, and a link to the entire Jimmy and Aerosmith jam. And that's the same thing I'm going to be doing with this show. I'm going to um, I'm going to post this tonight unless it sounds like garbage on the playthrough, which it might because I'm pretty stoned. But um, I'll post the show tonight, most likely. It tonight being Wednesday night. Um, a day early, because uh, I love you. And then tomorrow, that'll leave me free to create the uh, website entry for this show, wherein I can include a link to it, maybe pictures from it, and a little more information as to, you know, who are they opening for? And I don't know what kind of, what color pants Jimmy was wearing. Were they the velvet ones? I don't know. Maybe we'll all find out together. Or maybe there's no pictures from this gig, because they were fucking nobodies then. Uh, we shall see. In any case, follow me on Twitter, Heart of Markness. Please do. And uh, more and more of you are joining the Facebook group, and that's rad. And I realize that I'm not getting much traction on Twitter, because Twitter is for younger folks, and everybody, not everybody, but almost everybody unlike the pie chart it's very very pac-man with pac-man's mouth not open wide at all 
uh, and the Pac-Man part of the pie chart are people like 45 to 70 and overwhelmingly male, which is great. So let's talk about women. <laughs> so um, that's why you're on Facebook, because you're Generation X and older. So I will put more love into the Facebook page. Uh, quite a few joined. I think we had like a half dozen join the Facebook group. So hop on, Heart of Markness Facebook group. Let's make something happen. And if you join, say howdy, because I don't say hi to you. I accept your membership, and usually I'm at work because I'm diligent. Um, or I just accept it, and I don't want to be like, hi, everybody, say hello to Alejandro. Um, but maybe I will, because people do that, and it is welcoming. And, you know, I should start doing that, because if I'm going to have a community, then we must commune. So, uh, excellent. I'll take the next step on uh, becoming a horrible, horrible cult leader, asking for your money and your your women. Uh, just <laughs> followed that path in my head and said, that's not that bad. It'll be a short ride, but it'll be fun. And then they'll make a Netflix documentary about you. Oh, and I can't more money. Hey. All right. Let's put a pin in that one. So, yes, Heart of Markness at Twitter. Heart of Markness on Facebook. Follow me, follow me, join me, join me. And uh, heartofmarkness.com, which, as I've been talking about, I'm going to put web put, uh, blog posts up there for each episode where you'll be able to play the episode. It'll be embedded. You'll be able to see, if I can find one, um, at least one picture from the show uh, or whatever tour I'm talking about as well as the show itself that you can download and listen to the whole goddamn thing, not just the tracks I picked. You will have the power. So, yeah, I think that's it. We're coming up on 47 minutes. Sorry, guys, this was a long one. I'm a little chatty tonight. So, thank you very much. Thank you for your comments. Um, A couple, a few, actually, between Facebook and Twitter, people uh, started, you know, dropping quotes from my podcasts in, and uh, it made me smile because, you know, first of all, I like it, it. It shows that I made you laugh or made that human laugh uh, over something I said, and it's not just, you know, waiting with rolled eyes and maybe eating a Danish waiting for the music to start although some of you i understand that you're not here to follow me you're listening to, here to listen to led zeppelin so in any case it warms my heart um to know people listen to this and there's more and more every week and uh i hope it makes you laugh i hope it makes you smile i hope it makes you really really happy and i hope it makes you enjoy led zeppelin again if you you know lost the spark or for the first time if you're like holy shit who knew? Well, now you know. Now you know. All right. Thank you, guys. Love you. Talk to you next week. Adios.